It's not just another boring podcast from some loser broadcasting from his mom's basement. It's from his dingy garage instead. Whatever, man. We cover everything. Pop culture, food, let me guess, tacos again? That's that's what this show's about. Politics, sports, entertainment, and whatever the hell else is on his mind. I have an addictive personality. Live from the Big Brother Bungalow in Southern California. Scared to tell us the city, Jake? Yeah. <laughs> it's the Big Brother Jake Podcast. Uh, yep. All right. Yep, 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 yep. Yep, yep, yep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Forgot we're doing a show right now. What's good? It's your boy, Big Brother Jake. Can't predict a World Series to save my life. Congratulations. <clears throat> this is hard. <clears throat> All right. <clears throat> I'm stalling. Congratulations to the Boston Red Sox. For winning the World Series against my beloved Los Angeles Dodgers in five games. Two years in a row, I've seen a team celebrate the World Series on our home field. And uh, to be honest, it's still not cool. But the Red Sox were the better team. They had top to bottom pitching, hitting. They did it all. They were clutch. So I'm mature enough to say kudos. Congratulations to the Red Sox. You did the damn thing. You deserved the title. And party on, man. Party on. Yeah, I talked a little trash about people in Boston. Some of that was warranted because it happened to me. You know, whatever. But you, y'all deserved it, okay? Y'all deserved it. You played good. And, and, and this is what I'll say. I got a lot of friends that are Boston Red Sox fans. Uh, I've worked with in the industry or just met in the Navy or whatever. And I got to say, throughout this entire thing, or met on Twitter, Facebook, whatever, social media, I got to say, out of all the fans that definitely deserve this, uh, you guys do. And I got Yankee, friend, Yankee, friends, Yankee fan friends that, that won't like what I'm about to say, and well, too damn bad. Y'all should have beat them, okay? Straight up. But I will say this. All my Red Sox homie fans, uh, throughout the whole thing, they didn't really talk as much trash as I thought, you know? You should talk trash because you played much better than my Los Angeles Dodgers. But they were mad classy about it. You know, even in, you know, knowing I was pissed off and sad and upset trying to work at the Clipper game while I'm getting this news. I'm actually watching the baseball game because one of the producers, I don't want to get her in trouble, but one of the producers had the, the, the game on the, one of the monitors and we're sitting there. She's a Dodger fan and we're looking at each other just like, damn, yeah. It's over. We knew it was going to be over. We knew it was going to be over, and we just kind of just pushed through and continued finishing our work. But all my Red Sox homie fans, y'all were classy, man. Hit me up, hey, man, you know, it's a good series. They're trying to soften the blow, but, but here's the thing. I love my Dodgers. I love my Lakers. I love my Cobras because they pay me, uh, and they're a good team. Uh, the Kings, Dodgers, Chargers. I, I won't even say the name of the city because I know you die hard. And I'm going to get to you in a minute, San Diego. They wanted to soften the blow, but I don't take these things that serious. I'm pissed off at the moment, maybe another day, and then I'm good. Except for last year because that was game seven and we should have won the damn World Series. But this series, Dodgers were just outmatched. 
completely outmatched. They were swinging for the damn fences instead of playing small ball. When they played small ball, they were able to score runs, and they didn't do it. Every time they're up at the bat, at, at the plate, they want to hit for the damn home run every single time. Machado, high fastball, strike three. Yasiel Puig, high fastball, strike three, except for that awesome game, game four. Was it game four? Yeah. Game four? Game three. What the hell? Yeah. You know what I'm talking about. The 18-hour game or 18-inning game. Felt like 18 hours. I don't give a damn. I'm so disoriented right now. And I'm, Usa, Usa. Okay, I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. They were gracious. They could have bragged on me and said, Jake, you were talking trash on my city, talking trash on my team, and let me have it, and they didn't do it. So I got to say to the Red Sox fans I know, and even the ones I, I, I associate or, or, or interact with on Twitter and Facebook, uh, all social media, they've been real cool, and they've been like, hey, man, y'all gave us a, a nice contest. Man, we didn't, but you know what I'm saying. They were real cool about it and gracious and humble. At least the ones I've ran into. And I'm sorry, Yankee homie fans. Red Sox fans were being real cool with the Dodger fans, man, that I that I know weren't rubbing it in. And I I was taken aback by that. So for most people that didn't call me N-words and bad things when I was in Boston, I apologize. I am man enough to say that. Boston has always been a great city. I've loved it. I love visiting that place. I hate the Celtics. That's not going to change. Don't ever get me to try and change my mind about the damn Celtics. It's not going to happen. I hate the Celtics with a passion. So don't even try to get me to convert there or say anything nice about the Celtics ever in life because it ain't going to happen at all. Okay? Now we established that. Red Sox fans, congratulations. You did the damn thing, and you deserve to party hard. Yaki Way and all surrounding areas around there, you did the damn thing. Now, with that being said, and I never understood this, okay? I don't understand fan bases that have never sniffed, touched, come close to any kind of achievement that's great. And when I talk trash on my squad, perfect example, I'll even say this, and this sickens me to say this. But San Francisco Giant fans, they didn't say anything. Not, you suck, or congratulations. And I didn't expect them to say anything. You know why? Because the Giants and Dodgers hate each other. And the Giants got the hardware. They got World Series titles. They're entitled to talk trash to my Los Angeles Dodgers. And we'll give it right back to them. Even though our titles were won a long time ago and there's a more recent, they have the credibility. They have the hardware, so they can talk their trash. Arizona's won a ring. The Diamondbacks, D-back fans, not too many were talking trash. There's a couple. Most of them were my close friends I was in the Navy with. They've won a World Series title. Colorado Rockies, man, nobody said nothing. They were cool. A lot of my Rocky fans, friends were like, you know what? Go out there and represent the National League. But there's one fan base, and I'm going to piss off an entire city more than I did Milwaukee, more than I did Boston. There's one fan base, there's one city that was talking so much garbage that I was taken aback because they're known for being soft fans. I'm talking about your San Diego Padres. Now, before I get started ripping them a new ass, I love Tony Gwynn, my favorite baseball player of all time, Tony Gwynn. Next to Fernando Valenzuela, 
Tony Gwynn is one of my favorite baseball players of all time. In San Diego, he was born in Long Beach in Los Angeles. He's from here. So, yes, I'm going to claim him. Oh, yeah, we're going there today. We are going there tonight. As I tape this, we are going there. I had Padre fans. And now, mind you, I'm going to say this. To all my Charger homies that, that wrote out that craziness between Loyal to the Soil fans and fans that followed the team to L.A., which, as someone that lives in the L.A. area, I would prefer them to stay in San Diego. Let's get that clear. Now, with that being said, I literally had dozens, two or three dozen people that know me through either my time at Fox Sports Radio or just me shooting the breeze on the Internet and social media or even within some of the – I belong to this crew. Shout out to the Die Hard Boat Club. Uh, DHBC, Charger fans till we die. But when baseball season comes, we're like family divided. Padre fans had the nerve, not all of y'all. So don't, if you want to take offense, take offense, but I'm going to go there because that has to be addressed. Padre fans were lighting me up. Every loss that happened in the playoffs. Ah, your Dodgers suck. Yeah, Dodgers suck. Your Dodgers ain't da 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 da. L.A. sucks this, that, and the other. Okay, fine. You know, not L.A.'s an acquired taste. Los Angeles is an acquired taste, and it tastes good to me, and I love Los Angeles. I fought my whole life to get here, to leave the I.E. and come to L.A., and damn it, I love it here. It's a great city to me. A lot of people hate it. No, the traffic sucks. The people are mean. It's so dirty here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all going to Universal Studios. Y'all going to Six Flags. And yeah, we don't claim Orange County. So whatever. Disneyland, you can have that. But LA got Hollywood. Everybody wants to be here. Everybody wants to have a good time. Okay. So it's a natural rivalry. Los Angeles. Okay, let's be honest. San Diego hates LA. LA don't give a damn about San Diego. Where do Angelinos go for the weekend when they want to have a good time get away from LA? We go to San Diego. We pump money into y'all's economy. I'm just saying. I'm just saying, yeah, I'm going to go there. And I'm, I'm going to piss off a lot of my friends because they're from San Diego, live in San Diego, work in San Diego, generations in San Diego. But Padre fans in particular, just the ones that are going after me, okay, talking trash on the Dodgers like, y'all don't deserve to be here. Go Boston. What have y'all ever done? Other than make the, okay, 84 y'all had a shot, okay, was it 98 they played the Yankees? People wearing sombreros in Yankee Stadium and getting beer poured on them and trash thrown at them. And oh, I remember that. Y'all got swept, if I'm not mistaken. Came close. Y'all came close, and you had a chance to win a World Series. But now you're going to get up on here, send me memes, send me pictures, talk about L.A. sucks, Dodgers suck. Okay, <laughs> think about what you're saying. The Dodgers suck. The Dodgers were in the NLDS, the NLCS, and the World Series and fell short and lost in the series 4-1. to All that happened, the NLDS, NLCS, and World Series, while your beautiful San Diego Padres had tea times in La Jolla, okay, making vacation plans. While we were still playing baseball. 
So don't get up on social media and tell me about how sucky my Dodgers are and how trash my Dodgers are. Yeah, we got outplayed by a damn good team in Boston. And it kills me to say that. But how the hell is a Padre fan going to have enough nerve to say anything to a Dodgers fan about success and how we suck? Most of the fan base that tweets or is on social media goes out and says, well, our farm team is getting strong. We have a chance to have a good farm team this year. I don't give a damn about no farm team. You'll never hear me or see me tweet out or post about a farm team in L.A. We don't give a damn. We, we, we got contenders on the field. I lived in San Diego. I lived in San Isidro. I lived in La Mesa. I lived in the college area on 70th and El Cajon. I met my wife in San Diego. I, I was stationed on North Island in Coronado. I spent a brief time in Poway when my boy Paul would let me crash at the crib. I know San Diego. I used to shop at Fan Mart, okay? I know about Southeast. I've been all through the city. I lived in the city. I got mad love for San Diego. That's my second home. Probably not after this podcast, but, you know, we'll see. But my point is this. Every fan base has, you know, their natural rivalries. The Giants hate the Dodgers. Dodgers hate the Giants. But Padres talking about, oh, we hate L.A. Okay, hate L.A. We hate the Dodgers. They're our rival. Man, we ain't even looking at y'all like that. When have y'all been great in recent times? Don't come up here and talk trash on my Dodgers. You ain't done a damn thing in any recent times. Oh, we got a prospect. Oh, well, kudos. You got a prospect. That's fantastic. Now, if I've lost my homies over a baseball team talk, trash talking, so be it. Y'all weren't real anyway. But a lot of y'all know I'm telling the truth. And if the shoe was on the other foot, I would call it out. Like right now, the Lakers, as we record this, are 2-5. and five. They're a three-point shooting team. I'll call them out like that, okay? They're not doing well. My Dodgers play like crap in the World Series. And I would tell everybody that. But damn it, we made it to the World Series. Y'all watched it on TV. Your players saw it from the couch. So don't come in here on my social media trying to talk about San Diego Padres. You know, you're a Padres fan and going to talk trash on my Dodgers. Now, granted, this is all good-natured, man. This is all fun. But some of y'all might take this serious and say, Oh, F you, Jake. Blah, blah, blah. You suck, man. I ain't never going to hang out with you. You ain't no real Charger fan either. Don't even question me on that. Don't even question me on that. I was the only one on national radio giving them love every single day. And there's people that'll testify to that. But I digress. I'm just saying, if you're a Padre fan, yeah, I, I understand if you cheer against the Dodgers. You shouldn't cheer for my squad. That would be like, okay, whatever. But you're going to talk about Dodgers suck. And I, I can't believe they even made it to the World Series. I can't believe y'all still a franchise. I understand the hurt that's going on in that city. I've dealt with it for a year and a half. I got a lot of great friends. My best friend from kindergarten lives in San Diego. That city means everything to me. But you, as a fan base of the baseball team, can't even come close to trying to say anything to my squad. I ride with my Dodgers. I don't like what happened to them. They should have been way better than they were. But they swing for the fences and play small ball, and that's why they lost the World Series. Period. 
So I'm going to just end it with this. Enough of the trash talk. Don't talk like y'all better than us. Because you ain't. You won't be for a long time either. I don't care how many prospects you got. I can't believe I dedicated this much time to Padres baseball. If anything, invoice, I'm going to invoice them for giving them airtime. Enough's enough. Dodgers will always be better than y'all. You'll never get anybody to play there that's worth a damn. Because you ain't going to spend no money. Yeah, we spent a lot of money and we lost in the World Series. But guess what? We lost in the World Series. And y'all didn't. Y'all had tea times, vacations planned, and you watched from the couch. So kill all that noise. And until you can beat the Dodgers in a playoff series or we get eliminated or you eliminate the Dodgers, don't say another word to me. Now, can we be friends again or no? Let me know. You're listening to the Big Brother Jake Podcast. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> that was that was kind of harsh. But enough's enough, man. I'm I'm not gonna take that. I'm sorry. But tacos el gordo. Look at that. I could barely roll my arms, but I nailed it right there. Don't even have to edit anything. Love that place. San Diego, I love y'all. So, you know. Uh, it's going to be interesting going to the next Charger game to see who's pissed off at me. But I digress. I got to talk to y'all about what's upcoming. It, it pisses me off to no end. I went to Costco today. And what did I see? Christmas decorations. Already. Been out a month already. But it's like everywhere at my local Costco. And I'm like, really? So it's October. We're about to hit Halloween. So they expect us to eat Thanksgiving dinner, listening to Christmas music in our Halloween costumes. Is that how that works? Now, granted, I'm a big fan of Thanksgiving. I hate Halloween. The Ghetto Boys, especially... uh <laughs> Bushwick Bills verse robbing little kids for bags. That it used to happen a lot in my neighborhood. The big the big OGs used to steal candy from us, take what they wanted. Always took my Reese's. Always took you know. And I I was a big kid, but damn, these dudes were spoiled out of the out of the joint. They weren't. I, I ain't gonna beat up no twenty five year old OG gangster. And I'm like twelve. That ain't happening. But anyway. I never liked Halloween. Uh, it just what it stands for. What I, that's my personal opinion. I can buy candy anytime I want. And there's there's a lot of people out there that look like they got masks on 24-7, including myself. So whatever, man. I love Thanksgiving. I love I, – I, I used to play football with the, the, the homies and the family. We used to have a nice little football game. And then we'd go and we'd eat turkey and watch football. Thanksgiving's my favorite holiday. But here's the thing I, I don't understand about Thanksgiving. And I know a lot of y'all with me on this, so, so bear with me here. Rock with me for a minute. Thanksgiving's the only holiday where you will go to the mall, men and women, you'll go to the mall, spend hundreds of dollars to look fly, Get your hair done, get your nails did. Fellas, get your nice crease in your, 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 your pants. 
look all fly, wear a suit, maybe a hat, to sit in a living room all day. <laughs> what kind of sense does that make? Like holidays in general, it's kind of weird, you know, like I was saying. Now, let me go back here. So you got October, you got Halloween, you dress up, you know, in these costumes. It's an excuse to be your inner whatever. If you want to dress up as some sexy chick, that's probably what you want to do all the time, but Halloween gives you that license. And then you go to parties and you drink and you do all that. I ain't got nothing uh, nothing against drinking. I'm a drinker here and there. I love to have a nice beer or cognac when I get a chance or a free drink as long as it's not tequila because I can tell you that story at a later date. Uh, and yes, it involves Tijuana. But Halloween gives you a license to act stupid and say, oh, well, it's Halloween. I can act stupid anytime I want, and I'll justify it by saying I'm stupid. But people want to use Halloween as an excuse to act a fool. Then you got Thanksgiving. Now, traditionally, you're one of your family members We'll do all the shopping. Some of y'all pitch in. Some of y'all will help, whatever. Spend all day, eight hours, cooking a turkey, getting the mashed potatoes or the stuffing, which is my favorite, the gravy and the green beans. Some people have collard greens. You know, it depends on where you were raised or how you were raised or your, your, your background. And you cook up this big fancy meal. All day long to cook, and it's gone in like 20 minutes. Everybody's done. <laughs> Big letdown. And you're all dressed up nice and fly to sit in another living room. Now, we tried a new tradition this, this last year, my family and myself. We went out to eat for once. I don't want to name drop where because I'm not giving them free pub. You got to pay to play on my show, okay? And this restaurant, which is one of my favorite restaurants, had everything. I didn't have to cook. I didn't have to clean. And for those that had disagreements, they had them in the parking lot because they didn't want to be embarrassed having any arguments in the public. So it worked out perfectly. And I still got semi-dressed. Threw on a polo shirt, some jeans, and some tennis shoes. I think it's my, my chucks. West Coasting, you feel me? So that's how we rocked. But Thanksgiving usually is that time where you get dressed up to sit in the living room. Then you have Christmas, which is polar opposite. <laughs> you, you sit around in your PJs all day. But I learned after 21 years of being in a Latino household with in-laws that are Latino, you don't celebrate Christmas morning, which was a damn shock to me. You open your gifts on Christmas Eve, really midnight into Christmas Day. So to me, growing up, opening gifts on Christmas morning, it was very anticlimactic when I woke up the next morning. So I had to throw something under the tree just to feel like it was kind of like Christmas to me. But then again, Thanksgiving, you dress up, be in the living room. Christmas, all day long, in your pajamas. Christmas is great. Not my favorite holiday because to me, the holidays, you're supposed to spend them with your family and your loved ones, your friends, if, if you're able to celebrate together and not feel like you're 
obligated to be around family because, you know, the guilt trips kick in. And it's a time to be together and great. I don't like the emphasis on gifts. My presence is my presence. <laughs> okay, I, that sounded really bad. But in all honesty, like if one of my people came over and just kicked it with me on Christmas Day, to me, wanting to use your time to spend it with me is like the greatest gift. And I'm not trying to sound all sappy and, oh, Jake, you lying. You like gifts. Everybody likes to have gifts. But anything I get, I can afford myself. So you don't have to buy me anything. I mean, the thought counts, and it's great. And no, I don't want any socks or anything like that. I don't mind underwear. You never have enough of that. But we spend too much emphasis in this country as a society on gifts for Christmas. Enjoy your loved ones. That's what it's all about right there. Being with your family. Not gifts. But then, you know, those dinners are weird. People still have turkey or chicken or like the Salvadorians like the... No, they're going to get mad if they hear this, but like the, the the bread with the chicken and the radishes and all that stuff, that that's what my in-laws eat. I usually eat a pizza or I'll go out to eat and grab me something from fast food, whoever's open. I know, that's messed up. But that's me. I'm a picky eater. You're fat. How are you a picky eater? Man, I pick, I'm picky and I'm picky a lot, so I eat a lot. Whatever, man. But that's whatever. The point is this, Christmas is still a good time. Lots of fun, you're around family, and you got some new stuff. I do like cologne, I'll say that much. So if I get fragrance, money, whatever, that's fine. But I'm not into the gift thing. I'd rather give and receive completely. You wanting to spend time with me is the biggest present I can, I can ever, ever have. Then... You have New Year's Eve. Now, I'll tell you this. To me, New Year's Eve is the most depressing, messed up, saddest holiday out of all of them. Because everyone puts an emphasis on New Year, New Me. New Year, New Me. Oh, next year I'm going to lose weight. Oh, next year I'm going to cut off that loser boyfriend or girlfriend I got. Oh, next year I'm going to save $15,000, buy me a new car. And you start reflecting on all the things you were going to do, your resolutions. You didn't lose that 20 pounds you wanted to lose. You never got that ten dollars to $15,000 in savings. You never broke up with that loser boyfriend or girlfriend, and they're still messing around on you or just being a deadbeat or they suck. So you get lonely and depressed. And I start reflecting on the things I didn't do. And then you hear the New Year's theme, the Auto Lang song, or whatever they call it, and that just crushes me. And New Year's is like a time I never want to be alone. Because it just reminds me of all my failures. But everybody has their own lives and I don't bug them. It's just not a fun time for me. 
And a lot of people. I thought I was the only one or I thought I was by myself when it comes to that. But I, as I've done my research and I've talked to people, talked to friends and family and strangers, New Year's Eve is so depressing. Everyone's having the time of their life when you turn on the TV. Everyone's in Times Square having a ball in 22-degree weather, sometimes snowing, sometimes just cold. Time of their lives. You know, you could drink off the pain, smoke off the pain, get high off the pain that you're suffering because you're bored or whatever the case may be. I try not to even drink because then I get, I, I'm a happy drunk, but I start thinking about like, oh man, my dad never met my kids. My grandpa was like the biggest like influence in my life. He's not here. Uh, you know, I'd be at work sometimes. Just not a fun time for me. Holidays are just funny. Like we put so much emphasis on the wrong thing sometimes. Thanksgiving. You're giving thanks. You're appreciative of everything you have. You're appreciative of your house, your car, your job. You know, you're able to eat, provide for your family, have your loved ones around another year. It's a time to give thanks. Christmas. I don't say happy holidays. I'm not that guy. I ain't going to be that guy. You can forget it. It's Christmas. Merry Christmas. I will. I don't get political on my show, my podcast. I'm not a political guy. I don't talk politics because it just it's so polarizing. But I will say Merry Christmas. I don't give a damn. Get mad at me. But listen anyway. <laughs> but Christmas, time to celebrate the birth of Christ. I know non-believers, it's just a time for... The people that pray to an invisible guy. Okay, that's fine. I'm not going to knock you or judge you. I still rock with you because you're human and I love you. But that's the time you think about, you know, when Christ is born and you pray and you're happy and you're around your family. And you take that time to enjoy it. But New Year's Eve. Oh, my goodness. If I had the choice, if my kids didn't want to stay up, if if I can't hang out with my close friends and, and loved ones, I would rather just go to bed. I would even drink a fifth of hen dog and knock out because I can't stand New Year's Eve. Jake, why are you saying all this? Man, this is my podcast. I'm an open book. And the holidays are coming up. And this is the time of year where I start thinking, damn, got to pull the lights out the garage because the kids want the, the Christmas lights. Oh, man, you know, I got to think about who I'm going to buy stuff for. Uh, who want, Where am I going this year? There's a lot of pressure involved with all these holidays. And nobody, everybody says, you know, when, when you're gathered at a holiday function, everybody's like, oh, okay, let's plan out next year right now. And it never pans out the way you, at, you want it to be. It never pans out. It never pans out. <laughs> it's, it's a shame. And then you're scrambling, trying to get everything done, trying to figure out who's going to cook what, who's going to bring what, what houses are going to be hosted at, who's willing to travel here and there, who do you want there, who do you not want there because you don't want to fight that girl or that guy or they give you ugly looks or you don't want the loser cousin that's going to bring over some their fifth boyfriend in five years or you don't want the family that's probably less 
<laughs> lower income and they're just ghetto as hell and they eat up all the food, take five plates each, and there's eight of them, and then, like, where's all the leftovers? And then when you look to see where they're at, they're gone. I mean, everybody deals with some, some sort of scenario like that in their family. And if you don't, man, God bless you, man, because I've never been to a function, even with people that are closer than close. There's always something that happens at a function, and that's why holidays just, oh, man, I'm really not looking forward to this time of year. I, I'm really not. I, I, I like it for my kids, and that's where it ends. New Year's Eve, man, if I'm not around people that mean a lot to me, and you distract me from all the demons I got in my head and the sad things I got going on, I'm going to be miserable. And I can't hide because I got my kids there. So I have had a few good New Year's. And I had, I had some friends a couple years ago real close to me that took us in and we just had a blast. And it was only like four of us, four adults and four kids at the time. It was a, it was a lot of fun. And I told my story, and they understood, and they had my back, and they're like, hey, man, we're not going to do that this year. I want that to change. I mean, if I'm open to suggestions like, what can I do to make my New Year's Eve a better one? Other than smoking weed or drinking beer, I don't need all that. But I want to have some fun. I don't want to think about bad things or what I'm missing out on. I don't want to do all that. So... I'm open to suggestions. Maybe this year, because the beginning of 2018 for me was just one of the worst years I've ever had in my life. And the second half of 2018 has been like the one of the best moments and best years and best times I've had in my life. So it's been one hell of a balance. I went from like one end to the other, from lowest of the low to the highest of elation and, and just happiness and just great. So these are the times of year you got to look out. And don't get me started on like Hallmark holidays. Like Mother's Day, fine. I I celebrate my mama. I love my mama. Y'all should love your mama. If you don't, don't beef with her, man. Figure out what's going on, and I hope y'all salt resolve any issues. But <laughs> I will have a special Valentine's Day edition of the Big Brother Jake podcast. For those that know me, oh, I can spend and I will spend an entire show on Valentine's Day. I oh, don't get me started on that. But the holidays are coming, y'all, so prepare because Walmart's already telling you to buy Christmas trees, Christmas gifts, while buying your holiday turkey, Thanksgiving turkey, and wearing your Halloween costume, doing all that. Don't fall for the okey-doke. Don't let department stores determine what the hell you should buy when and when the holidays should kick in. Viva la resistance, man. Don't do it. Do it on your own time. Do it at your own pace, and don't be influenced by that. And find the true meaning of all these holidays. It's your family. It's your loved ones. It's your best friends that you hang out with. And it's giving back. Take in somebody that isn't going to spend holidays with their loved ones because they live on the West Coast and all their families back East. And vice versa. Do something different. I'm talking to myself, too. So... Don't let them de dictate what you should be doing and when. And for that, I want to end it and say happy holidays. <laughs> and 
make your holiday season a great one. Maybe I'm a Grinch or a Grouch, but I'm open to suggestions. Somebody help me out. You're listening to the Big Brother Jake Podcast. Okay, this is the State of the Podcast segment. You're listening to the Big Brother Jake Podcast. We're going to do a little housekeeping, so to speak. Uh, Give you some uh, good news on what's going on with the podcast. And because I went so long about my hatred for New Year's Eve and Padre fans, not all of y'all, just some of y'all. I love San Diego, by the way. I have a little bit of time here where I want to kind of address what's going on with the podcast. Now, we have finally hit 1,000 listens. Yes. All four episodes have hit 1,000 listens. Uh, We have quite a few people that have gone on to iTunes, searched the Big Brother Jake podcast. So I'm so grateful for that. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you a million times. And for those that are anti-Apple and don't want to listen to the podcast on iTunes, uh, I appreciate all y'all going to soundcloud.com slash the Big Brother Jake podcast. You guys are amazing. Now, with that said, this show is going to be more interactive than it's ever been. Well, we've only done this as number five. But this show is now going to be very interactive. Uh, I have found a way with a lot of practice and a lot of tests. We can now uh, take this show to an interactive type platform. I can now take phone calls. So if you'd like to be on the Big Brother Jake podcast, shoot me a line. You can hit me up, the Big Brother Jake podcast at gmail.com, or you can hit me on the Big Brother Jake podcast uh, Instagram page or my Big Brother Jake, anything at Big Brother Jake, whether it's Twitter, whether it's Instagram, you hit me there. Send me a DM. We'll talk. If it's something that's relevant, something that's good, something I think will captivate an audience, I would love to have you on. And it's not going to be people saying, Jake, your podcast is great. I want people to come on here and challenge me and make me believe you're right and I'm wrong because I don't have all the answers. I barely have enough questions, but I'll make them up as I go. Freestyle it. Feel me? But uh, we can get interactive now, and it's a great thing. I can't wait. We'll have guests on here. Uh, that way that I don't have to chase them down and find and book a studio to accommodate, make it easier. We do phone calls. So there are some people I've been working to book on the show. If you have a small business, which I'll get to in a second, love to have you you know, promote your small business. I don't think it's small. I'm just saying because you're not a conglomerate or whatever. But I love interacting with people. I, and I want to give the listeners a platform. You know, I wish I had a, you know, like uh, Lady Gaga has, you know, My Little Monsters or Hulk Hogan had his Hulkamaniacs. Shoot me a nickname of people that, you know, are down with Big Brother Jake. You know, the Little Big Bros. I don't know. I mean, there's female listeners, so nobody wants to be called bro. You know? <laughs> it's kind of weird. Uh, but, yeah. I would truly love to uh, interact with everyone. So you have a platform now. That's one piece of housekeeping I'm addressing. Interaction, telephone lines, we have them. We're ready. We're going to make this happen. So 
Happy about that. Give it up for myself. The next uh, item of business, we have a few sponsors now. You know, last week we had a sponsor. Shout out to my homegirl, Shanae. And happy birthday, by the way, November 1st. Shanae Santana de Weber, my sister. Happy birthday. She's 21 again. Shout out. And I know she's really mad as she hears this right now. Damn it, Jake. Why are you mentioning my birthday? Because you're my sister and I love you. Anyway, so we got we got clients now. And mom and pop shops, we got. <laughs> it's just an exciting time to do this podcast. And it, it's an exciting time to live for myself. Uh, you know, being one that's dealt with anxiety and depression. And yeah, I know, I know you've heard it, but I'm just excited. The Big Brother Jake podcast has gotten bigger than I thought it ever would. I thought we'd get, you know, 20 listeners. And I'd have been happy to entertain all 20 of y'all. But we have subscribers on iTunes now. Those numbers need to go up. So please, if you're an iTunes listener, you love podcasts, just throw in this little podcast of mine called the Big Brother Jake podcast. You know, add it to your other rotation of great podcasts that are out there and bad ones. But mine, I think, is somewhere in the middle and I'm getting better. We're growing. We got more listeners. We got call interaction. And we got sponsors. So did I repeat myself? I'm not going to go back and listen to it. But interaction now with the callers, sponsors, and phone calls. It's just, it's amazing time. Uh, Lots of subscribers are starting to hit up iTunes. I'm having a lot of fun with this podcast. And... It's not going to just be about sports, you know, or me blabbing or just telling stupid stories, but I, I want it to grow, and it can't get better unless I have interaction with it. I mean, I, I'll do my best to do it on my own. I mean, I talk in a garage by myself every time I do this, so it's a little funky for me. But with these phone calls, next level, baby, we're almost a real radio show here. And we meaning I, because I do it by myself with no help. No promotion. All me and my friends that retweet or repost. I love y'all for that. But uh, you'll see all of the new sponsors that we've uh, acquired for the Big Brother Jake podcast. And I want to help y'all build y'all's businesses as well. And not just Southern California. I am Southern California based. And we're going to concentrate on Southern California a lot because a lot of my listenership, looking at my research, is from the Southern California area. And it's not just my mom listening on a loop while she goes to sleep and turns the volume down. I actually got people that listen I've never met before. And I might even plan out a remote. You know, the Big Brother Jake podcast on the road. Not just the dingy garage in Southern California. We could take it on the road. Because I know how to set stuff up because I do it for the Los Angeles Kings and the Los Angeles Clippers for a living. So I know how to set up a remote. We could do it, make it a potluck, bring some food. Hell, if you want to sponsor the event, bring your, you know, especially if you're a restaurant, bring some food down. We'll figure out a location. I'll go to you. What's good with it? So, you know, just a little housekeeping, state of the podcast segment. Things are on the up and up. And I can't do it without everyone that's listening. I am having such a good time doing this. And I can't thank you enough. So give yourselves a round of applause. All right? So that concludes episode five of the Big Brother Jake podcast. I want to say thank you to everybody that's listened. 
everybody that's tuned in, everybody that spread the word, everybody that's created memes and photoshops of me. <laughs> I appreciate all of that. That's very flattering. Uh, we're going to take this to bigger and better heights, and I am just so grateful that you guys are rocking with me. So until next time, get ready for them holidays. Holiday season's upon us. Cuffing season's now upon us for you single folk. It's getting cold. So grab you somebody. Hey, us fat people, man, look, we got a lot to love and, you know, don't discriminate, okay? I'm just saying, looking out for my bigger brothers and sisters out there that got a little more to love. So we're going to end it on that note. San Diego, my apologies. I didn't mean to go that hard at you, but, you know, sometimes when you're wrong, you're wrong. And I could be wrong if I did that. If I offended y'all, well, some of y'all I don't care. Some of y'all I'm sorry. So with that being said, deuces. You're listening to the Big Brother Jake Podcast.